We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 4th, 2018. The next report, and it's not really a report, um, I've posted this before, but relating to what we just talked about in part one regarding the government and these types of things. I did a teaching entitled Romans 13, an unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? So the, the 501c3 churches, for the most part, will preach Romans 13. They will basically say you just do anything that the government says because the Bible says so. End of story. Do whatever they tell you to do. And I will systematically look at Romans 13. We will break down those verses and we will look at what they really say. Because the Bible, the Bible is very clear in that, that they are a force for good. What it's talking about is a lawful, good, godly government. But when a government is wicked and evil, those verses would not apply. Okay. Now, I'm not saying you go out there and become some crazy lawbreaker, but I'm saying understand that, we're, that hopefully what we just covered in the last part of the teaching is showing you how rogue and how evil our government has become on a lot of levels. I'm not saying everybody in government's evil. Obviously, on a local level, and, all, and there's a lot of good people. Okay, and they don't—they're not even aware of how wicked and evil things are. But I'm talking about the, at the highest levels. Those are those are some wicked devils, for sure. So I'm just going to give you the uh, <clears throat> the uh, description here of the teaching. Do Christians who use Romans 13 to teach that we should not oppose government or any other political leader, which would be in uh, heavily regarding Trump at this point with all the, his shenanigans he's trying to pull, do they really believe that civil magistrates have unlimited authority to do anything they want without opposition? For example, what if our president decided to resurrect the old monarchical custom of just prime noctis, or the law of the first night? That was an old medieval custom when the king claimed the right to sleep with the subject's bride on the first night of their marriage. I mean, how, what kind of sick devil would do something like this um, when she was still a virgin, obviously, uh, and back then. So, so he could be the one that, you know, took her virginity and not, not a lawful husband. I mean, what a sick thing. Would our sincere Christian brethren sheepishly say, Romans chapter 13 says we must submit to the government. I'm sure a lot of them probably would, but I say I think not. And would any of us respect any man who would submit to such a law? So there are limits to authority. All human authority is limited in nature. No man has unlimited authority over the lives of other men. Lordship and sovereignty is the exclusive domain of Jesus Christ. Did John the Baptist violate God's principle of submission to authority when he publicly scolded King Herod for his infidelity? Did Simon Peter and other apostles violate God's principles to submission to authority when they refused to stop preaching on the streets of Jerusalem? Acts 5.29 says, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. End of quote. So even the great prophets, apostles, and writers of the Bible, including the writer of, chapter, of Romans chapter 13, which is an important point, understood that human authority, even civil authority, is limited. The blowback, okay, so let's go back to the main report that we started on uh, regarding this. The blowback against President the President Trump was immediate and harsh, and if his tweet this morning is anything to go by, it was heard quite loudly by the Trump administration as he begins his long walk back, which will take far more than just a tweet to fix all the damage he's done from all those quotes you heard me just play in the previous study. 
His tweet said, Many ideas, some good, some not so good, emerged from our bipartisan meeting on school safety yesterday at the White House. Um, hold on here. Uh, emerged from our bipartisan meeting on school safety yesterday at the White House. Background checks were a big part of the conversation. Gun-free zones are proven targets of killers. So he's he's all for getting rid of gun-free zones. And that's good. Okay, I get that. But it's like everything else he's proposing is just insane. Um, meaning having teachers armed or having some of the faculty armed. It doesn't have to be every teacher. We realize that, that not every teacher is going to want to carry a gun. But I guarantee you some of them do. And then you could take the... Um, the veterans, there's so many of them that are out of work that have all kind of, you know, or would be unbelievably qualified for this. Uh, veterans that don't have jobs, and you could put, you know, some veterans in each of the schools, and they could be there. And you know what? These school shootings, of course, hold on, our government made sure this school shooting happened. It had nothing to do with if anybody was, I mean, there was four deputies outside. They were all told to stand down. The, 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 the paramedics were told to stand down. Don't go in. Let them bleed out and die. I mean, that's what happened. There's all, there's all kind of reports proving all this now. They're admitting to it. They, they can't cover it up anymore. So this was all done by design. It wasn't even because there was no people in there that weren't armed. They're, they're, I mean, it was all, I mean, granted, yes, if people were in their arm, but they made sure it was a gun-free zone so that when they put their, their hit squads in there to kill, no, there'd be no bullets firing back the other way. They were all told to stand down until they, they killed a whole bunch of people. And then, you know, then they were able to get out of the scene, whoever they were, and uh, wh however they fleed or whatever, or maybe they blended in with the cops when they got there. And then they blame it on this one, this one lone gunman, the source of all evil. <laughs> so, it's such a joke. I mean, it really is. Um, background checks a big part of the conversations. Gun-free zones are proven targets of killers. After many years, it's only ninety-eight percent of all sh mass shootings happen in gun-free zones, you know. But the, but the um, Democrats want to want to continuously disarm people more and more and more, as though less guns at any given location is going to be a deterrent. All that is is a big green light for all the killers to go in there and kill everybody. Even though our government did this and they were doing all these shootings, are behind them in some way, shape, or form. They're orchestrating them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Gun-free zones are a proven target of killers. After many years, a bill should emerge. Respect the Second Amendment. Yeah, he was really talking like he was respecting the Second Amendment in those quotes I played you. So the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And this is what I'm, I'm really starting to see from Trump, this flip-flopping, this, this, you know, trying to appease one side and then appease the other. Appease, you can't do that. You can't serve both God and Satan. And it's almost like that's what he's trying to do now. I'm not saying that he was ever wonderful. I'm not saying that. But, man, it's starting to get really, really alarming, his behavior what he didn't say is that one of those not-so-good ideas that he tweeted about was his own phrasing and assertions about due process and many other things, not just due process, but a lot of stuff, among many other horrible things that came out of his mouth. Since the Florida high school shooting, YouTube has intensified its censorship campaign against conservatives and independent media by not only scrubbing the sites of any videos about the shooting, 
yeah, that's what they're doing. You can't say anything up on YouTube where you're exposing any of this. All these little devil crisis actors that they had there that were that were now students at the school, like this 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 hog kid who was in California six months ago being filmed on a news report, and then he was in CNN in front of a news desk in some other state. There's pictures of it. And now he's all of a sudden he's in this school. And when you watch that video at the start of this PDF, there you're going to see a video you haven't seen yet because YouTube's banned it. And it's his own little montage of what's going on inside the school as the school shooting is supposedly happening. And it's all scripted. And it's all stuff that he should not have known about because he's giving the times of all this stuff. Yeah, Nicholas Cruz is the main guy that's... Okay, but that wasn't even announced for like a half hour later. And all of a sudden he knows the kid. And then there's, it's going through all this gun control stuff. Uh, him and this other girl. And it's all, and then he's, he's feeding her her lines. You can hear him saying this. He's feeding her lines while it's happening. You haven't seen this video yet. You got to see it. It's the, it's the very first link in the PDF for March 4, 2018. You can't find it on YouTube because they ban it in a heartbeat. It's on Vimeo. And I'm not saying Vimeo is perfect either because I couldn't, there's stuff I can't find up on Vimeo either. I'm not saying they're the whatever. But we got to go to alternative platforms for this stuff because YouTube's just Satan at this point. Uh, going further here. So they're scrubbing the sites of any videos about the shooting that did not conform to the gun grabbing agenda, but taking it a step further by terminating whole channels. This is, this is just great guns going on like crazy now. They're terminating whole channels, wiping out thousands of videos, archives, and independent reporting. There's a related article that says, Senate GOP rejects Trump's call to go big on gun legislation. Well, thank God. I put out a whole bunch of links in my last newsletter about ways to get proactive on this. Because if the right is not proactive, it just gives the Illuminati the green light to go further with this and they'll know that they can further implement everything they want to do. And, and the gun control is the linchpin issue. They get the guns. It's, it's hell on earth. The roundups will begin. Guaranteed. Uh, let's listen to this brief video. Washington State passes bump stock confiscation laws. In the sociology courses I've taught in the past, one of the major themes that's brought forth by this social science is that conformity, voluntary conformity, is necessary for any kind of regime to survive. There are not enough cops, there are not enough enforcement agents that you can put on every corner to make people behave in the manner that a regime would want them to behave so you need to punish the dissenters to such a degree everyone else is scared. Or you can use the carrot approach and you can make it palatable and even enjoyable and filled with rewards to follow the existing regime. Hi everybody, this is Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. In Massachusetts, I've covered how they banned bump stocks. 
and they demanded everyone turn theirs in. We're a month out from that law passing, and four, count them, four people have turned in their bump stocks. Now we take a look at Washington State. They have passed a similar ban. Mark my words, people are not going to comply in any kind of significant numbers. People, when it comes to gun control, are going to say no and hell no to this government, to any government, any level of government. And by the way, in case you've forgotten your basic American government civics lessons, federal law is supreme to state law except where there are reserve powers. The Second Amendment is a constitutional provision. A state does not have the right to override any portion of the Second Amendment. What Washington State has done is unconstitutional. But not only is it unconstitutional, more to the point of this particular broadcast, it is unforceable. I'm calling on people in Washington State to exercise peaceful civil disobedience. Do not turn in your bump stocks. And it's not that I'm in favor of them. In fact, actually, I find that it does turn the gun into something frightening. But if the Chinese are coming down your street, or the rogue elements that are trying to take over our government are successful, you're going to need every piece of firepower that you have because they will come at you with very bad intentions. Therefore, we must do everything we can do to preserve the Second Amendment. There is a reason why. In Jade Helm 16, also called UX, U-W-E-X, UX 16, they practiced going against rogue American military units that had gone guerrilla. Why? Because the military wasn't going to go along with some future takeover of this government. That's why. Otherwise, why would they practice this? And it was public and reported on for nearly four months. Do not, do not sacrifice your Second Amendment. I don't care what Glenn Beck says. I don't care what any other person says. Do not give up your guns. And I'm going to send you to a website if you want living proof, historically speaking, on why this is true. Go to the University of Hawaii Democide Project. You can put that in your search engine. That would be Good Gopher search engine in honor of Mike Adams' creation. And go to that site and you will find all the genocides that took place in the 20th century. And these University of Hawaii researchers will show you every one of them was preceded with gun confiscation. Now you go, Dave, taking bump stocks is not gun confiscation. And I say, citizen, it's an incremental approach to the same goal. It's time to wake up. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank okay, so we have that. In, in, so that's a little preload prelude to the uh, bump stock issue now i believe this next video we're going to take a more expanded look at the bump stocks welcome back everybody this is eric and chad here with iraq veteran 8888 and uh today we've got another gun gripe episode for you and there's so much stuff going on right now that we're having to pull i mean look at all this we're having to pull all of this stuff into one big video because we can't keep up with it all. There's so many things going on right now that we literally, if, if all we did was make videos about this stuff, that's all that we would put out. So. And he's just talking about the guns. Like right now I'm looking, at, and this is the way it's been for, I don't even know how long, for me. 
I've got <clears throat> the things that pertain, the stuff that I need to look at. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 different videos of stuff, videos I need, I felt like when I saw them, I need to look at this. I need to at least have a cursory look at it or whatever. That is how my life is constantly now. And, th and this is why I feel a lot more compelled to try to get up as much content. Because I really don't, as aggressive as they're getting, I don't know how much time that we have. Now, granted, my always my hope is, is through enough prayer, through enough education of my listeners, and hopefully them reaching out to other people and educating others, that we can stem this tide. And, 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 and push it back a little bit more and a little bit more. Now, I know how the book of, you know, Revelation and Daniel, you know, at some point something's got to give here. Um, but I'm trying to fight it as, as, as much as we can in order to, you know, educate people and hopefully see more people get saved and more people get educated and more people getting prepared for what's coming. To, to not be ignorant of Satan's devices and to not be destroyed for lack of knowledge like the Bible talks about. So let's go further. We have to try to like get some of this stuff out and some of it, you know, there's some, some hairy stuff going on and we definitely want to comment about it and, and just make sure people are aware of it. Um, Harry know, is right. Harry's right. Where, where do we really want to start here? You want to start with the, with Trump talking about oh, yeah. the stocks? It's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to write those bump stocks out bigly. I don't care. I'm going to write them out. He's gonna write, well, that's what well, he's saying. All right, you're gonna just write them out. All right, well, I guess we can just forget about you know the uh, <laughs> what the the enumerated powers of Congress and all that too. You know, it's like well, oh, Congress doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna write those bump stocks right on out of there bigly. Well, yeah, I guess he said bigly. He's gonna write them out bigly, like he's gonna you know big you know. I, I mean, he's acting like a dictator. Is what's 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 starting to happen. He's acting more and more like a dictator. And this is what they're pointing out here. To be to be fair, though, what pre presidents have always used executive powers, abused, mm. dare I say, abused executive powers in that way. It's nothing new uh, to have presidents uh, just do things with the stroke of a pen. Um, but I think the biggest issue I have is how we're failing to really see some solidarity on this whole thing. You know, the NRA is being really hush-hush about it. They're obviously not telling their base to, to fight uh, any potential bump stock bans that might be on the horizon. And, of course, you know, Trump has come out and said that he's supported uh, these devices. And then, you know... Now, I'm pretty sure they're for it. Now, this is why I've always been a member of Gun Owners of America, because they're a lot more hardcore, they're a lot more proactive than typically the NRA is. Recently, even Trey Gowdy, okay, Trey Gowdy's on the way out, I get it, but even Trey Gowdy was like, oh yeah, I'd support a ban on those. Trey Gowdy? Now, now look, when Trey Gowdy says it, that's bad, because the issue is, we've got a lot of people that are supposed to be on our side caving in on this issue, and that's a really, really bad thing. You know, we, we, want, we have to make sure, first and foremost, and we're going to be telling you throughout this entire video, guys, all the stuff that we're mentioning... Some of it is going to be state-specific. Um, some of it is just general stuff to look out for. But all of this stuff, you've got to keep your ear to the ground and make sure you're calling your reps and telling them that you will can them, that they will lose their job, and you will vote them out if they support any of this legislation. And, yeah, it's easy for Trey Gowdy to say, oh, yeah, I'd support that. Well, yeah, that's easy for him to say because he's on the way out anyway. 
you know, it's just, it's troubling. You know, I just really wish that the people that we elect that are supposed to fight for our rights would actually do it. And if an organization is going to take your money, we're not going to mention who they are. You know who they are. And you know that we have, you know, some, some definite issues of what the, the NRA is doing right now. But if they're going to take your money and, and assumingly fight for your rights, then they need to fight for your rights. They need to fight for all of them. Because it's not just a partial little piece of the pie that you can just nitpick what you like. No, it's either you support the Second Amendment or you don't. Any conversation that winds up being, well, I'm all pro-gun, but... Well, then any, my, my grandma told me anything that somebody says before the word but is a lie. Or that they don't mean it. So you can't say that you're... That you're not pro second that you're pro second amendment and then not support every aspect of it. And guys, they're talking about banning an inanimate object. But the worst part of it, just like we mentioned in some of the previous videos, is that where that can be taken the wrong way is what what will that object be? You know, when you look at HR thirty nine ninety nine, and this is one of the things that we obviously need to fight every every step of the way, tooth and nail. It, uh, it amends part of the Federal Criminal Code to prohibit, basically, let's just say, prohibit bump stocks, and also makes it a crime to manufacture, possess, or transfer such a device, um, blah, blah, blah. And basically, if you, if you violate it, uh, you're getting a fine, prison time, up to five years, or both. And then they're also going with the U.S. Sentencing Commission. They want them to review and amend the sentencing guidelines so that you get a stricter penalty if one of those, basically, if one of those devices are e is either um, smuggled uh, into or out of the United States or used in a crime, which I guess I can sort of understand that. But the thing is, the, the issue is, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, who cares about bump stocks, right? Who cares, right? Because no, no serious guy is going to use a bump stock, right? Well, that, that might be true to some degree, but the problem is you're giving them an inch and they're taking a mile. So first they get bump stocks, then they go, well... You know, this Geisley three-gun trigger is a really awesome trigger and allows you to shoot faster, so it's a rate-increasing device. Oh, well, by the way, that light bolt carrier group, they're, they're not going to stop there. They're, they're not going to stop until they actually ban all the semi-automatics, which we're going to get to that in a minute because there has been a bill introduced that is essentially a pretty nasty... Um, they're not even saying assault weapons ban. They're just saying... A, a bill to completely prohibit the sale of semi-automatic weapons, period. They're oh, saying because, weapons, not rifles, not pistols, well, you know, firearms. Eric, you know, Eric, uh, you don't need a semi-auto to, to hunt with, right? You don't need a semi-auto to hunt with. They, that's, that's the common, common thing nowadays. Oh, well, I don't hunt, but I don't really know anybody who hunts, but what do you need a semi-auto to hunt with for? Well, you know, it... it any way you spend the data or any way you spend the argument, arguments can always be made in both ways depending on how you look at it. You know, there are some arguments on their side that is definitely super, super weak, and there's arguments on our side that, if they're not posed correctly, can make it sound like it's weak argument. But, you know, it's it's really is a slippery slope. And where, where I have the issue, see, recently, you know, we posted a thing on Facebook where we were showing the not real activist shirts and everything. And I want to make something clear on that. I mean, guys... We're not saying hate the NRA, okay? All we're saying is hold them accountable. You know, if you are going to be a member of the NRA, then hold the organization accountable. You know, I'm a member of the NRA. Chad's a member of the NRA. I'm also a member of GOA because I see that what Eric Pratt is doing is some really good work, and he has a no-compromise stance. I have never and never will, neither of us never will, 
uh, actually endorse any one group. I mean, look, you want to join GOA? Join GOA. You want to join NRA? Join NRA. But whatever group you're going to be in, whatever flag you're going to be under, make sure you hold them accountable. If they're not living up to your expectations and what they need to be doing for you and serving you properly, then make your voice heard and let them know. Vote them out. Uh, uh, you know, vote them out off the board like we talked about. So, so we're not saying... Okay, so when he says GOA, it's Gun Owners of America. That was the one I said I've been a member of for I don't know how many years. Uh, <clears throat> a lot more hardcore than NRA. Uh, I am glad that NRA came out with Dana Loesch and what she said about this. I think she's more hardcore <laughs> than the NRA actually is. Even though she's their official spokesman, I feel like that some of the stuff she said is pretty much more hardcore than the NRA will actually take a stance on. And that's what I love about her. That's really, and she's very articulate. She's extremely good at what she does. Um, and they obviously have a lot higher membership than, than GOA. But if you, were, if you are an NRA member, they need to be held accountable. Because they're not taking near hard enough stance, especially against all the stuff that Trump just spouted. I mean, there, there should be some, there should be marching in the streets over this, over what he just said. Hey, it's just completely dead on the water. We're saying fix it. You know, they, they need to fix it. And if you're a part of the organization, you need to do what you can to fix it. Now, if they won't listen to you, then vote with your feet and go somewhere else. We're not going to make this video about that, but I just want to make that clear. Like, everybody was thinking, oh, you guys hate the NRA. We don't hate the NRA. We don't like the NRA. We're just, we're ticked at them, as, as many of you should be, because a lot of people see the potential damages that getting rid of bump stocks is going to do, because it's not going to, there's nothing in H.R. 3999 that specifically mentions bump stocks as a device. It says rating increasing devices. devices. So where are they going to take that? Okay, so Trump is going to sign with a pen. All right, you have to do this. Well, do what? I mean... So, yeah, I mean, if it's just rate-increasing devices, there's all kind of things they can ban. And and the way he was talking, it was almost like, just put it all in there, well, it's just whatever. And, and the way he was talking, it's like they're going to have all of this legislation in there that will become law that will be vague and perfect for them to interpret any way they want to interpret it. This is so broad. What, you're going to have some commission look at it, and then they're going to go, well, wait a minute. You said rate increasing devices, so let's go to the technology branch, and then the technology branch goes, well, wait a minute. A semi-automatic rifle is a rate increasing device because it can fire you know, one shot per pull of the trigger without a manipulation of the firearm. Oh, well, that in itself is rate increasing, right. therefore bye-bye. Right. So that is, that is the problem. Right. Is yep. that it's, it's opening the door to other things. We've hey. already discussed that. <laughs> hey, you know that, uh, you know that bolt, that manual bolt on your bolt action? Yeah, well, you can put five rounds in there, and you can... You can fire five in pretty rapid succession by working that bolt. Well, I, I guess you're just going to have to go single shots. Yeah. You know, because that bolt is a rate-increasing device. Yeah, it, it'll this never end. slippery slope, yeah, people. Uh, a lot, We've talked about this a million yeah. times. This is the slope that is slippery. A, a lot the slope of us, that is slippery that we are talking about. It's fourth. Why'd you, why'd you get know. the cockney going there? Well, I always I get the cockney. cockney. It was, cockney it was boy. It's horrible, but... The slippery slope, people. Well, yeah. I mean, for the love of God, can you people not see this? Well, 
you know, one one of the God. memes one of the memes floating around oh God, on, the on the on the internet that, that I think is really funny and I shared it on Facebook the other day. In fact, let me just I'm which, just gonna pull it up and read it verbatim because I don't want to screw it up. Well it Okay, so <laughs> which meme? this is this should this should pretty much handle all this in a nutshell. Oh, from Tropic Thunder? No, no, no. no it's not, not that, that. One? hang on, I got it right here. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. All right. Okay. Ugh. This week's gun control argument in a nutshell, because the government failed at every level, you need to have your rights curtailed by the government that just failed at every level. Right. And that comes from Sean Davis, and that's right. correct. Yes. So you're, you're asking the government to provide a solution when they weren't able to do the job that they provided a solution for in the beginning anyway. So why does that now become honest, hardworking, taxpaying American guy's problem? who just wants to take care of his family well, and own guns for self-defense and life and liberty, why does that now, why does, why does your emergency constitute, <laughs> your, your unpreparedness constitute an emergency on my part? Well, that's why, because, so, so unarm me? So, but th the thing is, is that's if you believe the narrative. That's if you believe the Parkland shooting narrative where at bare minimum, the government totally failed you on every level. Let's say Nicholas Cruz pulled all this off by himself. This is the narrative they want you to believe. And even though they went out to his house plus 30 times, even though the FBI was well aware of, of um, all of his problems and stuff, even though he was caught with bullets in his backpack when he went to school, even though he was expelled the year before, all of this stuff, and they still failed you. But that's if you believe the narrative. And I don't believe the narrative whatsoever. You watch that first video and you tell me that this wasn't all orchestrated, that it wasn't an actual hit team that went in there. Even the even the 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 teacher that saw the guy that got nicked in the arm, she was that close because she got shot in the arm. She got grazed, it showed her arm. She even said her first reaction was, What are the cops doing here? You hear her say it right on TV. It was like on Good Morning America. What are the cops doing here? They were in full, full I mean, and it was it was Part of it was so that they they could say, well, that was Nicholas Cruz. Well, they were in full face mask, full in the whole, yet they never discovered any of the body armor. And when they and when they pulled him out of school, he was in street clothes. And he was he was totally surprised when the girl questioned him about it because she said, oh, I thought you'd be doing this. And he said, Huh? He had no idea. He was there. He was set up. He was it was all blamed on him. Like he was some lone guy. It's what they always do. Lee Harvey Oswald, man. The same deal. They've been doing it for decades. The white lone shooter. The source of all evil on the planet. And I know you could say Nicholas Cruz has some Hispanic. I know, but he looks white is what I mean. You know, they, and then, then, then they said he was part of some militia group or something originally. I don't even know if they backtracked that. I don't know. But as long as he's white looking, they can blame it on him. And then they don't have to get into his racial background is the whole point here. That's because gun owners are always the scapegoat. That's the same always. thing as as being being four hundred and fifty pounds, being being overweight, and then saying, "All right, we have to go through the whole neighborhood and take everybody's fork because you're fat." It doesn't take everybody's fork. I think is what he said. Like, okay, so you can't eat anymore because the one guy's fat. Work that way, or your dog bit a kid. So now we have to euthanize every dog in the neighborhood because your dog bit a kid. Yep. See how dumb that sounds? It's the same exact thing. You can't take everybody's rights away just because, one, just because your feelings are hurt and it makes you feel better. Your feelings are irrelevant. Dude. The Second Amendment is not about feelings. The Second Amendment is clear and concise and concrete. It's there. It's a right. 
See, it's, it's, not, it's not a, we're going to ask, okay? It's a right. It would be like me saying, going in your neighborhood and saying, well, I don't like what you say, so we're going to have to make sure that nobody else in the neighborhood has a right to say anything either. There is actually a little bit of that potentially going on. We're not going to accuse anybody of anything, but, you know, recently, like with the whole crap going on with a lot of these channels getting banned. Um, so I've got so much stuff here written oh, down that I, I can't even keep track of it all. But <laughs> Give me one know, of those. Let me see that. I mean, we, I, I, a ton of alternative news media channels totally banned off YouTube. Can't find them on Google anymore. Uh, but there's a ton of gun channels and military channels. The same thing. There's a ton of Christian channels that are being banned. I mean, they're coming after anybody with any kind of righteous stance. They're come. I mean, like never before. Now, that's why I'm saying this seems to be like. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It, it's 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 coming to a head. They're they're going after it. They're 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 putting they're putting all their chips in is is the way it looks this time. And and they're just going to keep escalating and escalating. If one thing doesn't work, they're going to go to the next plan. So this next month in October in uh, March here, man, I don't know. Um, I hope righteousness prevails, but they're they're putting all their chips in on this one. It looks like. It's just well, this is the one we're going to go over next. But the thing is, is that the. You know, this last weekend, you know, a bunch of airgun channels got banned from YouTube. Like some thirteen or fourteen channels completely terminated off. Airgun channels, air guns, not even firearms. Where you know they're using gunpowder and bullets. No air guns. I mean, this is the level of insanity we're dealing with here. So that's what I'm saying. Get it in your mind right now. You need to start looking if you've got YouTube channels or if you know or if you know other people that are you need to encourage them either to go elsewhere, find other platforms that aren't going to get taken down. Don't let this just be some kind of defeat where oh I got YouTube, I'm done or whatever, I'm going to throw up my hand. No, no, you just need to keep fighting to the bitter end about this. You we need to keep getting truth out there. If, if you're a listener of mine and you're posting, reposting my videos, find other platforms. I'm not saying get off YouTube, but I mean, if they kick you off, which is probably an inevitability, um, you need to have some other things set up and in place ahead of time so that you can repost videos and things of this nature. Because this is, this is our future. I don't believe that we're going to be able to play on their playing field anymore. They're just going to start banning everything. YouTube. Tim from Military Arms Channel had a bunch of shenanigans going on. Poor old Hank and Lola over there don't even have a channel anymore. I don't know if they've got it reinstated. 22 Plinkster got a strike. Big Daddy Hoffman got a strike. I, I got a strike. I know uh, that. Greg over at uh, Hickok 45 got a strike. I hope he doesn't mind me telling anybody that. But, well, but I, it was I know all that. So it's three strikes and you're out. Alex Jones already got kicked off at multiple channels. He's already been banned. Uh, Glenn Kennedy's been banned. Uh, that Richie from Boston's been. I mean, there's there's a ton of people. You will not be able to like a lot of the videos and stuff. I, I'm having problems already. Like uh, YouTube videos that I had ready for the teaching. I'll go and I'll click on them. They're gone. I mean, I've never seen anything like this in all my years of of administering. All my years of being up on the nothing even could remotely compare to what's going on right now. I know that a lot, yeah, a lot of them are on our part. You know, like we got our strike lifted. 
Uh, 22 Pointer got his lifted. I'm not sure about, like, Greg. I'm not sure about Big Daddy Hoffman. But Hickok got his like, lifted. Hank's channel is, is gone right now. Right. You know, and there's been people, like his fans and a bunch of ours, have been sending emails to yeah. YouTube. Like, hey, what in the world is going on with this crap? So, guys, it's a slippery slope. So, there's another... I only got to the 12-minute mark. And for the sake of trying to get through this study, there's another uh, 20 or 26 minutes. If you want to listen to more... Um, you can you you have a link there. These this guy's an Iraqi veteran. These two guys, um, at least one of them I know, and um, I think they've got a lot of good. They brought up a lot of really good points about what we're. I mean, I I didn't even realize the whole thing about bump stocks until they really laid it out there, and it's it is it is such a slippery slope regarding all this. And um, uh. Let's go. Let's 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 stop here. Then, and we'll go. We'll go to the next group of information. Okay, I just saw this video, and um, I started playing it, and they're getting into some stuff here that I hadn't even seen. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll this video. I hopefully there's no cussing in it or whatever. Uh, but it's on this whole subject, and it's entitled "In Your Face Proof: A Total Gun Ban Is the Stated Plan." Okay, now this is. This whole thing about all this incrementalism is one thing, but this is what they're wanting to do. And I believe the first clip is that is that clip where they roasted Dana Loesch, or it's the same meeting, the CNN kangaroo court where they had 5,000 people against Dana Loesch, the NRA spokeswoman, um, and how they just grilled her and how she felt like if she didn't have security that night, they would have killed her. They were screaming, burn her. They were literally screaming, burn her, to Dana Loesch, the, the NRA representative. And all she did is state very logical facts. She did not even get emotional. She was very nice, very cool, calm, and collected, very professional. And they had nothing but vitriol and hate because they're, it's a collective amount of demon-possessed liberal devils is what you're dealing with. I pray to God their souls be saved. I truly do. But this is what you're dealing with. And this is at the same, I believe this is at the same meeting the CNN um, uh, kangaroo court stadium, or it, it's some kind of an auditorium meeting where it was five thousand against one. But you're not—I don't—I don't even know if you're going to even hear her speak in this in this video. But um, you'll hear the one guy. So let's go ahead and roll this. You know, I believe that the idea that a gunman like this could m march down the halls of Stoneman Douglas High School and fire off 150 rounds in six or seven minutes, that gun should be banned. There is no reason anybody should own one of them. Okay, so there's no reason anybody should own an AR-15 or a Mini-14 or any of those types of semi-automatic rifles at all. The real reason they want to ban them is because they know that would be the biggest detriment to a corrupt, uh, evil, wicked UN, and I mean United Nations, because I think when that goes hot, it will be United Nations troops at your door. That will be the biggest deterrent to them coming in, kicking in your door, and um, killing you and your family or taking you off to the death camps. That's the real reason they want to ban them, and that's obvious, the, the whole thing about the gun confiscation. You look at the last hundred years, it always precedes mass mass genocide of the population of course this is cnn's clown hall propaganda meeting and you just heard democratic congressman ted deutsch 
literally calling for the banning of weapons that can only fire 150 rounds in six or seven minutes. As you'll see, this is not a slip of the tongue or a simple mistake. He really wants to take all weapons that have the capacity to do that away. First, do you know of any semi-automatic weapon that can't fire off 150 rounds in seven stinking minutes? Guys, that's right. only 21 rounds a minute, right. or one round every three seconds. If you have 15 10-round magazines, you can easily fire off 150 rounds in under a minute. So in other words, all semi-automatic weapons, handguns included, should be banned. By his, by the criteria of this devil that was just up on stage that got a standing ovation from all the liberal brainwashed little millennial devils. Here's one example from Jerry McCulloch's YouTube channel. This guy uses a 27 round magazine to fire 27 bullets with precision in 3.7 seconds. Wow. Look closely. This is not a full auto. This is a semi-automatic oh. 1911. See, that's what my dad used to do. He was a combat pistol shooter. He was rated very high in the state of Florida. My dad my dad was a natural at it. I mean, he, he literally started that. And I mean, within a very short period of time, like these guys in our local area, nobody could beat them. And they had been doing it like decades more than my dad and he just he'd win every every local tournament he would place well in the state tournaments and stuff my dad was just a natural at it but this guy is also a combat pistol shooter he's got a 27 round magazine and he shoots all 27 bullets in 3.7 seconds with a 1911 pistol which is a 45 war record shooter jerry meisulik i mean and he shot them with precision and this is from a handgun. Okay, so that's what can be done. But does but by their criteria, then that means all 1911s have to be, you know, gone, obviously. Well, they come after them all. They are. You may not be able to see it, but he's literally pulling the trigger 27 times. Now, granted, this guy is the exception. But let's say you could shoot all 27 rounds in 10 seconds. That's almost triple the time it took McCulloch to do it. This includes dropping the mag and reloading. At that much slower rate, you would still be able to fire off 162 rounds in one minute. That's over 1,100 rounds in a seven minute time frame from a handgun, not just the 150 round performance Deutsch is condemning. Let's take it one step further. What if you could only fire off one round every second? That's 60 rounds a minute times seven is 420 rounds in seven minutes. How about one round every two seconds? That's very slow, but you'd still be able to fire off 210 rounds in 7 minutes. Deutsch wants guns with less than that ability to be banned. Yeah, he's talking about rifles here, but he is literally describing the functionality of virtually every semi-automatic firearm on the market. Rifle or handgun. Now, if there was any doubt about what Deutsch and all his political buddies and this crowd is calling for, listen to this. Now, on the issue that you've raised about the background checks, relate directly to what you said about the, about the assault weapons ban. It's not the loopholes. It's the problem that once you start looking at how easy it is to get around it, you would literally have to ban every semi-automatic rifle that's sold in America. Just look and at that's what they want. That's what they want. They want to ban every semi- and They want to ban every... And then you've got the brainwashed millennial little devils there cheering them on because they're so stupid 
that they and they're so brainwashed because they haven't actually looked into the issue. They're just believing all of the public indoctrination brainwashing. Eric Holder said that 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 clip that that you've probably seen played a lot of times that in the public school systems we have just got to be incessant. And he says he wants his teachers every single day to just and he literally used the word brainwash his students into into demonizing firearms and and and, and see this is the. This is the generation that's coming up. This is the generation that, you know, is, is going to be more and more coming into power. You know, graduating high school and, and going into colleges and then, and then going out in the workforce. And this is this, is this, this is this Hitler youth that is coming up right now that um, is really kind of, a, kind of a, a scary proposition that we're looking at here. Parasite smug expression. Now, I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all oh, millennials are bad or whatever. I mean, my daughter's one, and she's obviously not anything like them. But, and I'm sure your children aren't. I'm talking about in general. In general, the publicly indoctrinated, brainwashed students are, are ripe for the takeover. And look at how they're using them. They're the main tool that CNN and all of the prostitute media is using right now in order to get our guns. It's all about the children. How dare you say anything because you don't care about the children. When our government was literally the one that set the whole thing up and orchestrated the whole thing and they want to blame it on one person, like usual. But they use the children because that can, they always like, oh, you, you're, you're, you're a devil. How dare you go against what the children want. And listen to the crowd's reaction to Rubio's comment about banning every semi-automatic rifle sold in America. That is exactly... Well, I tell you, they really must have handpicked this, this devil crowd that they had in there. Because, I mean, they, they seem like they're all in lockstep with this. And then what does that send the signal of to whole, all of America? Well, I guess everybody wants to do that. No, that's not the case. But when you can handpick the crowd, when you can handpick the narrative, when you can handpick all the students they're interviewing, who are literally like a lot of them are crisis actors, who, you know, literally they're all in the drama club at bare minimum. Almost every one of them that they're interviewing has their dad or their mom are in law enforcement in some capacity. Meaning they got something, I don't know if they're MK Ultra mind control slaves that they're just triggering right now or what, but they got the memo. It's, it's, it's all theater. What they want. Don't be deceived. They're not just coming after the AR-15. They want all the weapons. But my colleagues do not support banning every semi-automatic rifle sold in America. <laughs> I, I believe. So they boo. I mean, they're booing Rubio for saying that. I mean, this is how evil and how darkened their minds are. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's really, I mean, this... This is chilling, hearing this. Rubio, when he says his colleagues don't support banning every semi-automatic rifle. So you know exactly where the mentality of the crowd stands. Now check this out. Are you in favor of banning any gun that can do what the AR-15 can do? I, yes or no? I, I am in favor. Senator Rubio, if you have a concern about something, let me just answer this question because it's important. It is. If That's the whole debate. Yeah, and the, and the answer to the question is, uh, do I support banning weapons that, that fire off 150 rounds in seven to eight minutes, weapons that are weapons of war that serve no purpose other than killing the maximum number of people they can? You bet I am. <laughs> okay. 
And there you go. Oh, you now, sick devil. George, up the ante to say any weapon that can fire off 150 rounds in seven or eight minutes. He didn't even say rifle this time. He said weapons in general that can mm -hmm. fire off 150 rounds. So that's basically any semi-automatic that there is, you know? I mean, who knows? You might be able to even get that with a revolver if you had somebody that knew what they were doing. Be harder. Uh, but, you, no, I probably wouldn't be that hard. I mean, if you had anybody with any kind of real proficiency, a revolver could get near that. I mean, easily. If, if probably you could far exceed it, actually. You had speed loaders on a revolver. I mean, come on. There's guys that use those in competition, and I know they could do it easily. So then, by that criteria, you'd have to ban all revolvers. It's The thing is, is this will never end. And, and this is why Trump's remarks are so disturbing, because Trump's remarks are even more radical than what you're hearing here. In seven or eight minutes. Guys, that is... Rubio looks like he's totally defeated after this guy just says that and this guy's getting a literal standing ovation from all these little liberal devils that CNN handpicked to be in this, this um, I don't know, this arena that they're in. Super Auditorium. Slow. Listen closely to that again, because this is huge. Do I support banning weapons that, that fire off 150 rounds in seven to eight minutes? Weapons that are weapons of war that serve no purpose other than killing the maximum number <laughs> According of to him, or they could be used to defend your home, you know, from a rogue, wicked, evil government, like UN troops coming in and knocking your, your door in or whatever, wanting to come in there, rape, kill, and pillage. I mean, it's a proven fact that the UN troops that there is such a gigantic problem with them raping women in these countries where they're occupying. Just saw that the other day. There's all these reports. I mean, they're, they're not, they can't contain it anymore. It's not rumor. It's fact that the corruption in the UN, which will be the, the military arm of the coming New World Order, that they're some of the most vile devils on the planet. They're military. So... You know, they're coming not only to kill you, but they're coming to rape your your women, your children. They're coming to do maximum evil. And they don't want you to have any defense against that whatsoever. People they can, you bet I am. Make no mistake, this is a public push for a colossal gun grab. But they lie and say that taking away guns is not what they're talking about. They say they're merely talking about common sense gun regulations. They huh. lie and say that 97% of Americans agree with these regulations. They say it just makes sense to institute universal background checks for the purchase of any firearm. Now watch Ellen DeGeneres lie about the true intent of grabbing all the guns as she speaks with the Parkland High School kids about their march on Washington on March 24th. It really is such a divisive issue. I mean, people get so scared. Some of the same actors, some of the same drama club actors that they CNN, they're, they're ones they've rolled out, the same ones that you've seen interviewed before, they're on the Ellen um, lesbian, uh, uh, bull lesbian show here, and who's nothing but a mouthpiece for Satan. And so she's interviewing them. That guns are going to be taken away, and that is not what you're talking about. This is so damn dishonest. Guns being taken away is what these people are talking about. It's what CNN's clown hall meeting was all about. Getting weapons of war out of our communities. Getting the assault rifles off the street. I, I tell you, if there's anybody that looks like a reptilian, 
in human form, this Bill Nelson guy. I always thought he's the creepiest. Like he's been there. He'd been there a long time. I remember I was in Florida, and I mean, I would get like emails from him if I did. I mean, I was like, oh man, look at that guy's face. I mean, there is something seriously demonic about this guy. I mean, he is so evil looking. To make sure that assault weapons are illegal weapons of war. And weapon of choice. The weapon of choice. The assault weapons ban. Assault weapon. The weapon of choice. Weapon of war. Assault weapons ban. If you are 18 years even, even though this the Nicholas Cruz never even had one on that premise that day. Even though he never even had one. Even though it was totally orchestrated by the government. No, let's blame the gun. Let's blame the gun owners. Let's blame the NRA. Let's blame everything that wasn't the fault of this. Because we could look at the what really caused all of this. How this was really orchestrated and played out. No, we don't want to look at the real source of any of that. We just want to have form our own narrative and blame the gun. Because from Satan's standpoint, you got to get the guns before you, you, you wreak havoc and genocide on the population. It's, it's, and so they're, they're pulling out every single stop they can do right now in order to get the guns. Of age, you should not be able to buy a rifle, and I will support a law that takes that right away. The banning, the assault weapons ban. But an AK-47 and an AR-15 is not for hunting, it's for killing. Assault weapons ban. The assault weapons ban. People get so scared that, that guns are going to be taken away, and that is not what you're talking about. Oh, Do I please. support banning weapons that, that fire off 150 rounds in seven to eight minutes? Weapons that are weapons of war that serve no purpose other than killing the maximum number of people they can? You bet I am. That's what a gun ban is. It's about taking guns away from everybody who owns the banned weapon and criminalizing them if they don't comply with the arbitrary edicts of parasitic politicians. This whole push and narrative is about trying to make people feel like they don't care about children just because they want to hang on to their rights and their weapons. Mm -hmm. Remember, truth is the first casualty in any war. Mainstream media, Hollywood, and the criminals in Washington are doing everything they can to strip you of your freedoms. To submit to any of it is to submit to tyranny. And let me just say this about the Second Amendment. The end of it says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Instituting a background check is an infringement. Period. Guys, freedom is life. And life is worth fighting for. We are literally fighting even for the rights of those who want to take our rights away. And I don't know about you, but I don't need an overlord. I don't need a master. I don't need a government parent telling me what I can or can't own or what I can or can't do. Freedom will always have a price. And part of that price is eternal vigilance. And indifference to this notion is the means by which the people will secure their own oppression. If you guys enjoyed this video, subscribe to the channel. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> It, I mean, it just gets worse and worse. This is an excerpt from a military arms channel interview with Rick Vasquez. I'm pretty sure military arms channel got banned. Uh, I don't know if they got back on, but I'm pretty sure they were banned off YouTube. From a guy named Rick Blas Vasquez. This, this excerpt highlights the most dangerous parts of the ATF's plan to write, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms plans to write a new regulation that carries the weight of law. This regulation could potentially bring about Canadian-style anti-gun laws without an act of congress this is the greatest threat we've ever faced to our second amendments i mean this isn't even having anything to do with what i just talked about all the other stuff we're talking about 
This is totally separate. So they're coming after the guns about a hundred different directions, it sounds like right now. And, and, it, and if Trump is not brought back into line, he's going to be at the spear tip of this. That's the way he's acting. So until I see him acting differently, I will assume he is the greatest enemy to our Second Amendment right. Him and all the Democrats and, and all these other devil law... Because they really, really must be wanting to, to, to institute this um, gun confiscation real soon. This the way they're acting. Because I've never seen this kind of aggression. This is the greatest threat to the Second Amendments ever. Please act now. The ATF is attempting to circumvent the authority of Congress by creating a regulation to ban the rate of fire of any semi-automatic without a bump stock or, or an echo trigger. So this goes beyond bump stocks, just like those other gentlemen we're talking about. This is more confirmation of the other interview we just heard. Let's go ahead and listen to this one now. Uh, this excerpt, okay, uh, okay. Rick Velasquez is a former interim chief of ATF Firearms Tech Branch. So he worked in the ATF Firearms Tech Branch, former interim chief. This discussion is about the proposed rule change. So if anybody's going to know the inner workings of the ATF, this guy would. So this is about the proposed rule change to ban bump stocks, but as you will learn, it's far worse than you're being misled to believe. It's going to start here in a second. But we want to talk about this because there's a lot of folks out there that are very confused about what's going on. Some people simply don't care. You have other folks that are uh, that are NRA fanboys because the NRA has been supporting and pushing this, but is suspiciously remaining radio silent at the moment. Uh, there's just a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of people saying that we're fear mongering. So now I want to introduce our, our special guest. His name is Rick Vasquez. Um, he's very well known in the firearms industry, and I don't want to tell you what Rick's background is. Rick. Uh, go ahead, man. Give us an introduction and, and tell the audience who you are. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on your program today. Uh, once again, my name's Rick Vasquez. I've had a, a long career in firearms. I had a career in the Marines. And then I went to work for Diplomatic Security as a firearms instructor and eventually went to work for ATF in the firearms technology branch. And in the firearms technology branch, I went from a, a basic firearms enforcement officer uh, to the uh, assistant chief and the acting chief uh, for approximately 18 months. And from there, I went into the firearms trafficking branch, and I assisted uh, ATF agents in the field with trying to uh, counter firearms trafficking overseas, spent many, many days in uh, Central America, Mexico, and in parts of Europe. So I do have a pretty good knowledge on the regulations, rulings, and statutes that uh, concern firearms. Now, what we're looking at right now is a regulation change that's going to have the strength and the force of a law. And that's kind of come about because no... Now, this interview was just on February 28th, so this isn't like an interview that happened six months ago. We're talking, you know, an interview that happened six days ago. ...agency can change the statute. They can change a regulation. They can write a ruling. They can write a new regulation, and they can write letter opinions based on their authority. But a federal agency does not have the authority to write a law that's congressional. So right now, I believe that there's a, a lot of sense on the Hill that if they write a law to cover this, 
it's really going to affect their party on midterms. So ATF's been directed to write a regulation with the strength of a law. And this proposed regulation, and I'm paraphrasing this, because obviously this has not been released to the public, but we have uh, a lot of people that are consultants who uh, have worked their way uh, and got some of this information out of ATF. And this, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's looking at any device that automatically resets a firearm and enhances the rate of fire. That is extremely broad. That's a semi-automatic. I mean, that's... I mean, I... I guess you could say it's a bolt action almost. I mean, as opposed to loading it one shot at a time by hand. I mean, that that is extremely broad. Very, very broad. And like I said, I'm paraphrasing because this information came from other consultants who have met with uh, ATF personnel and have got this information out. Here, Rick, I, 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 I have to interrupt you. So it sounds like this is being leaked out. They haven't actually unveiled this yet, but this is what's in the works. This is, I mean, again, this is the prime environment. Now, could you imagine if there's another school shooting this week? Which I'm sure they're setting up. Another, another, and again, stuff to pray against. Praying that they can't, they're not able to pull off any more of these. I mean, I mean, they're just going to build, piggyback the momentum that they're going to have off one shooting after another after another. I don't think they got the desired result they did from the law. Even though the Las Vegas shooting, a lot more people were killed. I don't think they got it from that church shooting that was in Texas. But see, if they could do it in the schools where they already have the little brainwashed minions of millennials, and, and or I don't even think they're, I probably am not using that Gen X or whatever that that is now. I don't know. It's a different generation maybe. Uh, whatever they're calling them. But they're brainwashed masses that are in the public school systems. And I'm not saying they're all brainwashed, but the majority I'd say are. I mean, they, that's all they've ever known. I mean, hey, we, what, are they, what are they taught? Well, they're taught that we evolved from a rock that turned into an ape, that turned into, no, that turned into a fish, that turned into an ape, and that's what we evolved from. And when you die, you die, and it's just blackness and nothingness. And so, you know, live, eat, drink, for tomorrow we die. Um, we're, we're, uh, we evolved from a rock. There's no God um guns are horrible guns are bad guns are the source of all wickedness on the planet they need to be taken away the the people in the nra and the gun owners and the christians and the pro-lifers are all wicked and evil that's what they're taught for the most part in public schools and and so they're going to evidently by stealth try to maybe move this regulation in which will be be like a law then you got all the other stuff trump's trying to do evidently he's going to yoke up with the democrats to try to do Unless he's playing this 3D chess like I've heard in like one interview, which I'll believe it when I see it, you know. Buy a fruit, a tree is known, and so far I'm seeing some pretty rotten fruit as of the last week. Now, I'm not saying it was all rotten, but I'm saying that, that man, this last week he really took about 20 steps back in my eyes. Because I'm telling you, this is the linchpin issue. Getting the guns. It's, and it's not that I'm just so pro-gun, so gung-ho or whatever. I'm telling you, that is when they're going to come in and they're gonna, and this mass slaughter will begin. And I've got tons and tons of examples in the last hundred years that I can point to where every single mass genocide was preceded by gun confiscation of some of the biggest mass murders on the planet. Sorry, that is unbelievable. That's even worse than what 
we originally thought. We originally thought that they were just going to go after rate increasing devices and set a standard rate of fire and anything that exceeded that standard. Yeah, rate this of is beyond what we just even talked about with those two gentlemen that were talking. This is this is beyond that. Fire would be subject to regulation, presumably the NFA. What you're saying now is they've made it even worse by saying any 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 device that that causes a reset of a trigger that's every single semi-automatic in yes. existence yes. without a bump stock without a right. binary trigger without an echo trigger so now you start stretching this definition and yes. then now who's going to decide what the rate of fire is because if i if i build a device that makes my firearm reset and shoot faster what is going to be the standard? Is right. it the military technical manual? Is it going to be a standard that we just kind of come out of thin air and say, well, it's 20 rounds per minute? What, what if you've got a trigger job? My dad used to get those on, on his semi-automatics all the time. Where, where it, it, let's, let's say it takes a 7-pound or 8-pound trigger pull or whatever to fire his, his 1911 45. In a combat pistol, well, okay, you get you get that trigger job done, and now it's a it's a five pound trigger, and it only takes five pounds of force. Maybe the trigger draws shorter. Well, that's going to increase rate of fire potentially. I mean, where does it end? And then if your reset device uh, automatically resets and allows you to continue to fire uh, in a high rate of fire, what's going to be the standard? But does that does that mean that belt loops will be be banned? Because here in the next day or two, I'm going to release a video where we're basically doing a meltdown on a semi-automatic Sentry Arms AK. And I am bump firing through the entire video. I am firing that gun as fast as a machine gun, but I have no bump stock on it. I just have a trigger finger that resets very quickly. So what you're saying is my trigger finger, am I going to have to, I'm being joking here. I'm, I'm being funny, but am I going to have to serialize and register my trigger finger? Because if they arbitrarily set a rate of fire at say, one round per second or 20 rounds per minute any device that exceeds that or any device that's capable of allowing a firearm to exceed that up to and including perhaps magazines so we may have canadian style gun laws under the next anti-gun administration because all it has to happen if what i'm hearing you say correctly all it has to happen is that an anti-gun administration can appoint their own anti-gun atf director because that's not an elected position it's an appointment they can appoint an anti-gun ATF director and say, hey, we want to stop, uh, we want to ban the sale of 30-round magazines and AR-15s because it's allowing the owners of AR-15s to exceed our arbitrary rate, standard rate of fire number that was set four years ago under the Trump administration. Well, you're exactly right. You're not going to make your finger illegal, but at the time that you're shooting that firearm, it would be a machine gun. Under this definition, yes. so while well, it's it's so it goes back to almost the brace thing, it's a pistol until you touch it to your shoulder, and now it's been redesigned into an SBR. Take it away from your shoulder, and it's a pistol. Now what they're talking about doing is saying if you fire your gun too quickly, it's a machine gun. That that's a very good possibility. But this is what's unbelievable, even, Rick. This is worse than I originally thought. This is unbelievable, and, and what's driving me nuts right now is my community, my peers in the industry, people with very loud voices, louder than my own, are completely ignoring this. 
They're completely ignoring the fact that the NRA is pushing this. They're completely ignoring the fact that the Republicans that control both houses, the, the Senate and the House, and a Republican sitting in the White House, and presumably a Republican um, attorney general, they're pushing this on us. And this is happening. It's the perfect environment to push it on us because, like he said, a lot of the people with much larger voices than this particular gentleman are saying nothing. And they're believing the NRA, and they're saying, okay, we'll give them bump stocks. It's never going to end. And this is an absolute, this is, as you can see, this is way bigger than bump stocks. This is basically, you give them the bump stock stuff, they can basically ban semi-autos. And they're going to have this ATF between this ATF regulation that will kick in if it kicks in and between what Trump's doing with the Democrats. I mean, we could have far, far greater um, gun confiscations and gun control than Obama ever hoped for. Because of their direction. And we have all these people sitting around talking about how great the next man can launcher is and, and, and what this cool new gadget at SHOT Show is. Meanwhile, Rome is burning and nobody's talking about it. For, for political means, and they're going after these devices. Now, one of the things that I haven't touched on yet is there is going to new, be no grandfather clause. So if I own 10 of these today, <laughs> oh my and they become unlawful tomorrow, right. there will be no provision to allow me to register these as post-May 1986 machine guns. And if I don't abandon it, then I possibly could be a felon. Then just basically, then no grandfather rule, then basically whatever you've got, if they ban semi-autos, and they can by this definition, I'm, so I'm talking worst-case scenario, turn them all in. Mr. and Mrs. America, as Dianne Feinstein said, that's their ultimate goal, turn them all in. And what it's one of the tenets of the New World Order. It's as we're going to see. It's one of the planks of um, uh, of that's absolutely essential and vital to implementing the New World Order is gun confiscation. It, it has to happen. So this is not this is not an issue that's going to go away. You're saying is no grandfather clause? Are you kidding me? How is no. any of this constitutional? It's not. Well, you got to look at the law in 1986. Uh, with the Hughes Amendment and the change in the, in, in the mach, uh, uh, machine gun ownership. And you can thank the NRA for that, guys. They gave the Hughes Amendment. <laughs> no new machine guns could be sold and transferred to the public. So if, if there's a grandfather clause, that would mean that the federal agency regulating this allowed the public to break the law. So it's kind of like this boiling mess that if you do this, you have to you you break the law, but if you don't do this, then you're a prohibited person, and this you know it's a pretty heavy penalty. So, so these are the things that need to be put into the comments. Please explain to me what this means to the public. Uh, write a good dialogue on your comments. Say you want this type of input going in, because I know this is not finalized, and there will be much more discussion on this, but we need to let. Everybody understand that the potential to allow an agency to change a regulation and give the regulation the power of a law is open up, you know, just a mess. Because what's the next step? As you said earlier, what if they, they appoint an anti-gun ATF director that comes in, let's say Trump gets voted out. We've already opened the door with changing regulations and giving them the power of the law 
So let's change other regulations. Let's just start marching right down. Let's say let's semi-automatic. Let's say all magazines are unlawful. Uh, let's be like New York and only be loaded with seven rounds. And um, and and the clincher is it's with the stroke of a pen without an act of Congress. Correct. And that is the clincher. My, I I mean. I know we've, we've, we've conversed about this a little bit. I know you've received new information as of today, which is what we're talking about. And it is getting worse. I mean, the, the thought of the fact that I'm about to release a video under no grandfather clause that's showing me bump firing, exceeding some soon to be released, potentially arbitrary rate of fire. I am now in video that's live on the internet for the rest of until the existence ends, because even you, if YouTube goes away, that video will be copied somewhere else. I'm out there breaking the law. I'm not grandfathered. But the fact that you could be out in the woods and just bump firing a gun, unknowing of this regulation change, and if a sheriff is driving by and hears it, and all they have to do is hear it, and they come and look at the gun, even though it's not a machine gun, you're still doing federal time because you were shooting the gun faster than what, the, what, what regulations allowed for. That is unbelievable to me. And NRA, screw you. You did this. Um, wow, man. Everybody was saying that. The- Sorry, I, I, I haven't. This, these are just videos that I'm, I'm seeing. I, there's so much information coming at me. But I understand the guy. I mean, honestly, the more I look at the NRA, and I've been warning about the NRA for a lot of years. I'm, I like what Dana Loesch has said, but I think for the most part, the NRA has been uh, a very uh, stealth way of them actually getting um, in a roundabout, very subtle way of them actually getting to this point, because they even said thank you know thank you NRA for this thing they talked about earlier, where the NRA made that happen. The NRA is not going to go against the the bump stocks, which opens up this Pandora's box of of horribleness that we're looking at right now. So the NRA really is like a Trojan horse almost at this point. The NRA is playing. Uh, chess uh, while the rest of us are playing checkers well nra thanks to your 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 uh, actions and your insistence on doing this you're about to lose your check your chess game i mean rick i get wound up i get very angry because so many people out there are apathetic they don't care they, they think it's not going to happen to them they think the republicans are going to save them and and everything you've told me in this broadcast is telling me that this is the biggest threat to our second amendment rights ever ever well, and not only that, it, like you said, it could go out into other regulations that aren't even firearms related, basically doing an end run around Congress, which is supposed to be our safety stop. We can stop proposed laws that would, would ban these items if, if NRA hadn't demanded this be thrown over the wall to the ATF, if we, they would have demanded this be taken up in the legislature. We can fight bills. We can stop that through voting. This we can't stop. We can only hope that our comments get heard and this doesn't happen. But it's well, not going to happen, people, if you don't write the comments. What well, the other is thing you is, you've got to be active. If you're not, you're going to lose your guns, and I'm not fear-mongering. Your AR-15, you're going to go away in 20 years. To their congressmen and senators. Because uh, the, uh, the comments on the rulemaking, those are comments. And if the administration determines that they're going to pass this regulation regardless of the comments, it doesn't matter. Right. So, so the and biggest coming top down. I mean, we don't know who, right? So, but this is coming top down. So, um, is it oh, absolutely. Trump's, Trump's office is it coming from from um, the 
uh, attorney general's office, the DOJ, somewhere in there. It's coming top down. Somebody's pressuring ATF to do what the NRA asked them to do. Well, who's what pushing told, this? What I've been told, and this is the limit of, of the information I have, that is coming from the attorney general's office. But, it, but the but attorney general Sessions is doing this, an appointee <laughs> that's supposed to be a Republican. Uh, oh, this what a devil. But you have to understand, I'm, he works for people also. So I'm sure that he's being directed I don't care. By, uh, he's a devil. Senators or congressmen. Well, his boss is Donald Trump. Yep. That is correct. Yep. That is correct. So I, I believe in, in, in... Could this just be the biggest Trojan horse ever with Donald Trump? Just to get everybody's guard down? Just to turn around and do this and betray the American... The, 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 the gun owners of America in particular on a level that has never, ever been seen before. I don't know. It's really starting to look that way. And making proper noise. I believe in speaking your opinion, letting people know what's going on, and, and, and giving your opinion, and you can make a change because this has turned political. Right. If, if they walk too loud, they may be in an area that is partially anti-gun, and they'll lose those votes. If they don't squawk enough, they may be in an area where they're very pro-gun, and they may lose those votes. So they're in a perfect storm. They're being absolutely quiet, and they're mandating a federal agency to do their work. Yep. And I'm sure there's numerous personnel in ATF are not happy with being forced to put this regulation, but they've been mandated to do it. They're, they're getting a law passed without any effort they're forcing an agency to write a regulation with more strength than the laws that are already in place. And they're not going to have any dirty hands when this is over. Right. So this, this, this absolves all the, all the Congress critters of any wrongdoing because it's, it's, it's a faceless group of power brokers right. forcing the ATF to do this. And yet nobody has to be held accountable. Well, I didn't do that. Is there a paper trail? Can you prove I backed that? And they're not going to release this, most likely, until after midterms. Whenever this regulation change occurs, it's going to happen after midterms. Right. So it won't affect the outcome of the election. Well, I'm really concerned that the regulation does get through, but you hit it on the head. If you look at the timing, you know, the comments come in, and hopefully there's ten or 20,000 comments. So then it takes 90 days, 120 days to go through those comments. And then they have to post their analysis. Now you have the discussion, and now you post your proposed rulemaking. So now you're looking at October timeframe. So the proposed rulemaking will go into effect after the elections. So once again, they'll try so to So they make can get their Democrats all in. Um get them back in power and then have this kick in perfect timing and then whatever else trump's going to do in the meantime i mean oh man and then he'll lose his base totally which will ensure he won't be reelected. but at that point who would want him i, I just i don't know i this is what i see happening unless a lot of uh, unless there's a lot of 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 um public outcry and praying and this type of stuff. ATF the scapegoat, and then their hands are clean, and then a regulation will be passed 
that is going to have the force of the law because if you don't think it has the force of the law, and if you're in possession of one, you're going to be, a, and you're caught with it after the turn in time, however they worked this out, then you would be convicted of a felony. So the regulation is going to have the force of a law. Which if I'm is, out of the woods of bump firing my AK, I could also become a felon potentially. I mean, it doesn't even require the use of a device. But that's what they want to do is just turn a whole class of individuals, gun owners, who will not go along with unlawful gun confiscation, essentially. Well, they want to turn them all into felons overnight, and this will accomplish all of that. Millions and millions of people, which will be civil war, obviously, because most people aren't going to go along with this. Nice that you don't turn in. I can't turn my finger in, and, and, and if the government wants my index finger, come take it. Well, there's... <laughs> that firearm potentially... When you are bump firing it with your finger, that firearm potentially could be a machine gun. If if the if this wording stays the way it is, or if it's changed and strengthened, uh, they could basically make uh, a simple function. And, and hey, I'm on a video also. I did an interview with Vice News and explained the regulation and how this thing was approved. And I, I'm in, in perpetuity. They got me bump firing a firearm. So. Maybe they'll come after me also and take my two big fat fingers away. I don't know. Please act now as our Second Amendment rights have never been faced such a threat. Contact the ATF, your representatives, and the president. So gun owners of America needs to get on this. And, you know, if, if, if NRA was actually really after defending our, our Second Amendment rights, they would be all over this, but I, I got a feeling they're going to, you know, and if Alex Jones, there's a lot of stuff Alex Jones won't cover. That's a fact. And although I'm going to be playing excerpts, I only play excerpts that confirm things that we can verify and that are happening right now. He goes to a certain extent, and then there's a threshold he won't cross, typically, is what you'll get with Jones. So this whole tip of the spear stuff, I don't buy into that at all. You know, there's a lot of stuff he'll he'll go and he'll stop short of. So that's a really big. Um, sorry, there's another video. Um, this is just unbelievable. So I'm way over on time on this. Uh, let's go ahead and end part two, and we will go to part three next. God bless you.